want to be politically oriented? Do you want a platform where you get updated with social political issues? Then Vigilance is the right place for you. Join Palashadi Adibi every Fridays 4 p.m. WAT to discuss social political issues in society. Governor Belo Matawali of Zamfara State recently switched alliances from PDP to APC. This adds to the growing list of Nigerian politicians that switch sides constantly, almost comically, bordering on hilarity like politics is a sport. Political decampment is a reoccurring theme in Nigerian politics that begs the question, is the constant side switching in the interest of the constituents, the political parties, or self? I am Falashadi Adebi. Welcome to Vigilance. Welcome back to the show, listeners. And with me is Ladi Paul Ola Shirere, a legal practitioner with keen interest in sports and entertainment law, real estate, corporate commercial, debt recovery, human rights, and probate. Thank you, Ladi Paul, for being with me on the show today. Thank you so much for having me. And my next guest is Ibukolua Adebara. Adebara. A legal practitioner that specializes in dispute resolution, real estate, convincing, property law, intellectual property law, as well as energy and mining law. Thank you, Ibukun, for being with me on today's episode. It's a pleasure to be here. It's a pleasure to be here. Thank you very much for having me. You're welcome. So, in today's episode, we are discussing the topic political decampment. Um, over the past few weeks, I read this article titled Political Party Defections by Elected Officers in Nigeria, Nuisance or Catalyst for Democratic Reforms, written by Omolade Adeyemi, Oyinde, and um, Inombong um, Apambong. They are actually PhD holders. So in this article, the first record of political decampment started before Nigeria gained our independence in um, 1960. So the three major political parties there is that we have the um, NCNC, which was led by Dr. Nnamdi Azikwe. Then um, we have the um, NPC, led by Sir Amadou Bello. Then we have the AG by Chief Obafemi Awolowo. But at the end of this election, none of this political party won. So that led to an alliance between the NCNC and the NPC to form a national government. Now, my question to you, Ibukolua, is that, in your opinion, do you think political decampments are due to personal interest, national interest, or political interest? Uh, okay, thank you very much for the question. And at the end of the day, um, when we speak about politics in, the, in any political space or any political jurisdiction, what we should be looking at is how the government, um, through politics, is catering for the welfare of the Okay. So when a party is, or, or when persons within parties are decamping or cut carpets and are being polluted, it's usually supposed to be based on the party's philosophy 
that is not um, that is no longer in line with um, the national interest or with the welfare of the people in, in the view of the person with the camp. So ordinarily, it should be um, for pure political interest, the respect of um, the government's role in providing for the welfare of the people. Well, that's my opinion, and I'm sure many people would have very diverse opinions on this point, but that's my opinion. That it should be for um, it should be in respect of political interest, but then we see so many other things happen. Thank you very much once again. Okay, Ladipo, over to you. Um, I think I, I would agree with Ibuku um, on this. A lot of um, the defections you've seen, even in recent times and over the past several years, okay, have mostly have mostly been personal. I'll say mm. for myself, I'll say they've mostly been personal. Because if you look deep behind the reasons why these governors or House of Rep members or whoever are defected, you would realize that it's not really in the interest of their politics per se. It's more so bothers on because this party is the ruling party right now and I need to help the people in my state, blah, blah, blah. Quote unquote, that's what they say. Mm. But in terms of what is actually happening, most of these defections I think are personal, which, you know, makes a whole mess of the entire political system okay so that brings me back to my next question you said it's uh, more of personal interest so in the united states we see um political ideologies are followed to the latter like right. each political parties have their own ideology but here in nigeria there's this frequent political decampment so why do you think this is so like is there more to this is it more like the founding fathers are not strict with their laid down rules? Um, I think this is this is a very interesting question. Anyways, I think there there are several reasons why we've seen so many defections and our politics is the way it is. For one, I would always say it's so hard to support a political party in Nigeria for someone who is who wants to be. Let me say who is much educated on politics and whatnot and wants to support a party. Okay. Or a government that they can have behind their back. It's difficult because if you look at all the parties, I don't think there's any party that has come out to say this is our this is our ideology, this is what we stand for, these are our policies in terms of transportation, these are our policies in terms of taxes, in terms of governance, blah blah blah. You don't hear that. When people come, they tell us, you know, we're going to fix this road from from this place to this place. We're going to that's not what we want to hear. What do you believe in as, as mm. a group of people, as a party? as a whatever you may call it okay. what do you guys believe in that you're trying to push as a change in society we don't get a lot of that you know so i feel one of the major reasons is because of the lack of party ideologies if you look over in other governments like the u.s government mm. if you see a republican you can tell things he stands for or she yes, stands for yes. if you see a democrat you can tell the things they stand for as well so there needs to be that focus that goal that vision that this is what our party believes in and this is what we're trying to achieve but a lot of parties i think most if not all the political parties in nigeria lack uh political ideologies okay thank you um ladipo what's your take on this yes well ladipo just spoke so oh sorry <laughs> you'll be referring to me uh, okay. i think i agree with what you just saying because mm. so far the eyes of political ideologies in Nigeria have been so many very critical persons, very 
person that are supposed to be important to a particular political party just cause carpets to another political party. Mm. I don't want to make the example that over time as the um, Atiku Abubakar, who um, was one of the founding members of PDP sometime in 2000, even ran mm. and won election uh, president of Basanjo as then a black day. And then mm. over time, yes, he, he moved over to the ACN and then he went back to the PDP. And then now he's present with EPC, that's where he has not gone back to PDP. I'm not very certain where. I don't think he is actually in a political party for now. Yes, the issue the issue so far has been that there are below care ideologies as to what it that each political party stands for. And mm. even if these political parties come out at the very beginning or at the very at their very establishment to say, oh, this is what I'm going to do. What this is what we are going to start for as a party. The fact that they have continually allowed um, people to just move across parties has completely um, faded that line of ideology. So, so far, we do not know any difference between what APC stands for and what PDP stands for. We have no idea as to what, um, as to what these two, two, um, two political parties would preach to its members. So that expressing below the designs of um, philosophies and ideologies with respect to this part. It's interesting that you mentioned the United States of America because mm-hmm. just like um Radical had mentioned area, we know um, what the Democrats they stand for, we know what the Republicans stand for. In the United Kingdom as well, we know what the conservatives stand for, we know what the people stand for. Mm-hmm. And if you are moving from one um, for, from one party to another, it's because there has been a change in the ideologies or you believe that your uh, standing at that point in time is not more in line with what that political party stands for. And so that's why you move. But now in Nigeria, we have the case. This is the part that we want to help you think of your election. This is the part that we stand for. So, this of ideology is the big problem just as well. I think it's something that should be addressed. Uh, political space in Nigeria is going to be Well, I'm, I'm going to ask another question based on the political ideology. So, you guys are like, um, it, like the parties, like Nigerian political parties don't have clear ideologies. But PDP, now my question is, PDP has, um, APC, sorry, has this um, political ideology. Their own political ideology is big tent economic nationalism. And um, PDP political ideology is um, national conservatism, no, sorry, national social and economic um, libera- um, liberation. You understand? So, do you think over the course of the years that these political parties have been able to achieve those ideologies? Um, okay, I have five. Oh, sorry. No, if you look at Brian. Go on. No. <laughs> okay, I will, I will stop. Um, like I had mentioned earlier, the level of cross capitalism has totally faded or blood the lines of the ideologies that these political parties um, are supposed to have. Um, you mentioned that um, the ideology for PDP is the National Social and Economic Liberation. Yes. And I think I've even heard of that before. But then, um, when was the last time that a, um, say, a member of the House of Representatives or the Senate was about to contest the election of whether like, a um, candidate? To, mm. the, to a seat in the Senate or the House of Representatives with the mass contest in influence or governors or even the president with the mass contest in influence and they came, and they came out with proper clear-cut um, policies or proposed policies 
that cuts across the lines of their national, social, economic integration. Mm. You see, most of the time, at the end of the day, what we find most of these um, candidates or parties doing is that they are appealing um, to the mindset of the people. They are trying to give the people what um, they believe the people would want. So they would come out and tell you, we're going to provide good roads, or there's going to be education for all, or there's going to be. Um, so they don't work with their party. They don't work with their party ideologies. They just work with what people want yes, at that no, particular they time. Yes. They don't work with party ideologies. They mm, okay. don't work with what, what people want. And aside from um, this being a very major political issue, I think it also draws back to the mindset of the Nigerian people. I don't know if I should attribute it to suffering or to uh, standpoints over time. But then, even Nigerian persons are not looking forward to um, what is the economic policies that this government is going to be bringing, mm. what is the social policies that this government is going to be putting forward. Most of the time, we are looking forward to how is this government going to make up my own life. Okay. So at the end of the day, that's what we are looking forward to. And most of the time, these political parties already are doing this. So they don't care about whatever ideologies they are put forward at a very big level, at a very established level. Mm. What they care about now is I must squeeze this people, or I must squeeze this people at the point of my manifesto because it is this people that will move, that will move. And if these people are able to protect and are going to enter into the office, it's never based on um, what the party stands for, actually. But that's my belief with okay. respect to the question you just asked. Thank yes. you. Um, I, I think, from, to go back to your question in the initial phase, um, I think it goes beyond just stating these um, political ideologies, quote unquote, because you stated what the PDP's ideology was, you stated yes. what the ABC's mm. ideology is, sorry. Um, but my, my thing with that is that when we say that you have these ideologies, right, they have to follow in line in terms of your policy directions, in terms of your philosophies, because that is what's going to guide the strategy and plans of your, your government, okay. right? So if you if through throughout the campaign, because throughout the last uh, two elections, like I really sat down to really watch campaigns and listen to our leaders speak on what they believe in and why they should be elected. And for someone who paid that much attention, as, as I'm sure so many other people did, it's really mind-boggling that they really don't say much. You know, mm-hmm. they really don't tell you anything beyond what you, what I feel they, they they feel the masses want to hear. Mm-hmm. These, there are no even the debates that we have are not intelligent debates. Questions that should be asked are not being asked. There are a lot of things that are going on that are just covered that people are not speaking about. But then these political parties who claim they have these ideologies, but we don't see that because when you get into the government, even the promises you made, which are not, not being fulfilled, are mm. not even being brought to life. Mm. You know, when you've got us in the mandate, so it's just it's, you can't say you have an ideology and that is happening. I mean, look at look at so many. Um, uh, mostly called politicians affecting. A classic example is um, Senator Rogers moving from PDP to AMPP to back to PDP, then he formed his own party, then to PDP again, then he joined APGAR, then he moved back to PDP, then APC. Like, you can't you can't claim for someone, who, mm. even as a person, you should have personal ideologies. And and I'm certain that with all these various political parties, all these parties can all align with all your ideologies. So it doesn't make sense that people are just as the people said, cross targeting here and there because they believe, for me, I believe it's just purely personal. Okay. So there's a section in the constitution that actually supports, the 1999 constitution that actually supports um, this freedom of movement. So do you think um, these 
section should be amended so there won't be this free flow of cross carpeting. Uh, okay. okay. Uh, I think it, I think the section you're referring to is section forty of the constitution that provides for the freedom of association. Yes. And it provides that uh, yes, any person can be a part of a political party or even form his own political party hmm. for the protection of his interest. Yes. And uh, I must I must state that um, freedom of association is supposed to be is a guarantee fundamental right. It's not something that should um, it's not something that should be limited. Okay, the only instance which it should be limited is when it is affecting national interest or it is affecting the rights of other people, the fundamental rights of other people. But yes, on the actual scheme of things, the freedom of association is supposed to be a guarantee, right? So everybody ordinarily should have um, the freedom to move between political parties, political and associations, mm. or to form their own political parties. But then I think what is important for the Nigerian political landscape is not just um, it's not just emphasizing on section 40 that provides for the freedom to form or join political parties. What is fundamental is that we actually understand what political parties stand for. We actually understand what the process of governance stands for and what um, the role of each political party in governance is supposed to be. So beyond just forming political parties or beyond just joining Parties. Mm. As we mentioned earlier, the issue of ideologies and philosophy has been a major backdrop that has caused um that has caused political development and affecting and all of that. And so there's a need to actually establish ideologies, there's a need to actually establish philosophies, and there's a need to understand what those ideologies and philosophies stand for. And not just understanding them, there's a need to actually act in those philosophies. Because I do not think it's been proper to um refrain or to stop people, to restrict people from forming political parties, it is their right. It's okay. something that they guarantee. If you stop people from forming political parties, they can actually go to court and enforce their rights against you. So it's not something that can be stopped, yes. But then it's something that should actually be, um, political parties on their own should understand what policy stands for, should understand what ideology stands for, and they should try to work in line with it. So, like I said before, it's all about um, issue of mindset. It's all about um, reorientation, sorry about that, uh, focusing your mindset and perspective towards understanding what political parties stand for and what governance should be. I'm sure there are more um, provisions in the constitution that provides for movement of parties, of persons across party politics, but I think this issue of uh, freedom of association stands out with respect to political parties. So thank I'll just shift it on Yeah, so just to compliment Ibuko, thank you for that. That was very well explained. And just to compliment a little bit what he said, about what he said, mm. if you look further in the constitution to, I think, section 68 and 109, I believe, I'm not sure, if please correct me if I'm wrong, um, it's, it allows for political uh, persons to move um, parties. So it's an instance where it's an effect where there's a division or fraction in the political party to which such person had formerly belonged, or there's a unification of two or more political parties by one of which he was previously sponsored. So, mm. for instance, if you were in APC who sponsored your election, but then APC has been divided or APC joined another political party, right? In that instance, you can defect, right? Because there's there's a there's a there's a split or a division, right, in that political party. So there are instances where you can do it legally under the law, I guess, 
but mm. it still lies in looking at the circumstances in which present-day Nigerian infections are being made. No, okay. Um, so Latipo, your answers actually bring me to this question. So according to that um section of the constitution you read, so let me just read it for you. Um, according to section 68, subsection 1G of the 1999 Constitution of the Federal Republic um states that um a member of the Senate or of the House of Reps shall vacate his seat in the House, of which is a member, if been a person whose election, please emphasis on that whose election to the house was sponsored by a political party then he becomes a member of another political party before the expiration of the period for which that house was elected provided that this membership of the later political party is not as a result of a division in the political party of which he was previously a member or of a merger of two or more political parties or factions by one of which he was previously sponsored now, my question to you is that why do members get to lose their seats? So are, are they making these laws for the constituency they, are, they were voted for, that voted them in, or are they making this for the party that sponsored them? Wait, could you could you repeat that question? Sorry. Okay, this is my question. I said, why do members get to lose their seats? Are they making laws for the constituency that voted them in or the party that sponsored them? Um, they are making laws for the country, for everyone, as it should be. Because members of the, the National Assembly, they are making federal laws. So, I I think to answer your question, right, the laws are strictly to be made for the people of Nigeria. Mm. Um, specific state house assemblies make state laws, yes. But, you know, if you look around, largely most of our laws are unified, even though there are lots of laws, but, you know, here and there, they are unified. So, the laws are strictly made for the people but i think what the, the, the you know in this aspect is a very tricky aspect because you know there's also case law on this uh, um, party defection and you know when the defection should be right and if you know someone defecting the person has to lose their seats blah 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 mm. you know and i i it, it's it's an area of law that's a bit tricky you know so i don't want to say something that ends up being not what the position of the law is right now okay my point but i think Allowed to answer the first part of your question, you know, um, the laws strictly are made for everybody and not just their constituency or political party, as you said. Okay, but sure what's your take on this? A bit on that. <laughs> Thank yes, you. Okay. And follow up to what Adi Pad already mentioned. Um, that provision actually, like, specifically, like you've also read of, provides that a member of the Senate of Oasis representative, I mean, is going to vacate their seat if they move from one party, from the party that sponsors yeah. so another party. Now, I think the reason for this provision is that um, every person, um, rather, every person wants to contest an election of the electoral, any of the offices, whether also Senate or House of Representatives, has to contest under a political party. Okay. Yes, it is important that you contest it under a political party. So as much as when you eventually um, get elected into office, you'll be making laws for the federation or you'll be making laws for um, your state as the case may be. Mm. You have to remember that it was your political party that sponsored you. Yes, a person, a person cannot sponsor himself. He has to be sponsored by a political party. Yes, so by the very virtue of the constitution, the constitution was trying to um, was trying to 
make sacrifice that um, aspiration is your political party. That is why he said that um, in the event that you switch aspiration, in the event that you switch political parties, you will have to vacate your seat because it was your party that sponsored you mm. to the point where um, you got elected into office. So I think that answers the first part of your question why it was necessary that the provision that the constitution. But, but they are actually public parties. servants. They are public servants, not yes. political servants. Yes, they are public servants. The fact that um, your party sponsor does not in any way um, deprive you of the fact that you're a public servant. You are supposed to serve the public, but then you cannot serve the public um, on your own accord. Mm. Yes, you cannot serve the public without the backing of the political party. The Nigerian political That's party yeah. is yes, it's premise of political party. Yes, that is why we have a multi-party system. That everybody has an idea to join a party. Well, everybody that is contesting for office, you have an idea of doing party that is backing and sponsoring them. So if, if a party sponsors you into office, the moment you get into office, you become a public servant. You become, mm. uh, you become, um, you become a government official, a public servant. You make laws, you make laws, education and that. But then you got to that office or you got to that position by virtue of the backing of a political party. Yes, it is based on that backing that you are supposed to remain there. Why should not um, be focused on the entirely the interest of your political party even when you get there? You must always remember that it was your political party that sponsored you into that position. And you are supposed to somewhat um, keep your affiliation with that political party over the course of your tenure in office. I hope that answers your question in respect to why um, they have to vacate their seat. Mm, yes. Let's, let us put it maybe. So, are you saying there has to be a signed contract? <laughs> so, are you saying there have to be. Can you guys. Okay. Are you saying there have to be like a signed contract between the political party and the person um, going for the office? Um, it's, it's not exactly it out. I don't know if I would describe that as a signed contract, but mm-hmm. I know that before you can. Um, become a member of the political party, you must have got your membership for and um, there are a lot of due diligence with respect to becoming a member of the political party. Mm. And then if you want to contest the election, you have to your your party will have to buy the form on your behalf. I, I believe I'm right, um, like your party will have to buy the yes. form on your behalf. Yes. So you'll be contesting under the auspices of your party. Mm. So as much as um, Muhammad Dubai was contesting for the presidential election. You would see that his form must have carried, uh, or his um, presidential election form, or his presidential candidacy form must have carried the logo or the uh, impressions of the uh, APC. Mm. Yes. So as much as one person is contesting, yes, is contesting under the ambit, is contesting under, um, under based on the sponsorship of a particular political party. Uh, does that does that answer your question now? Yes. Or are you still okay? That's good. <laughs> I ought to be certain you're not saying yes because it wasn't. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. Okay, that was actually my last question. Um, thank you, Ibuko and Ladiko. So, any last statement? So, last... so, any last. I would actually like to ask Ibuko a question. Okay. Just to keep this okay. going for a little longer, if okay. you don't mind. <laughs> okay. So, no worries, nothing difficult. I just want to hear your opinion because Ibuku is someone I've always looked to to hear his opinion on various issues. Mm. Um, so, my question would be 
do you think that Nigeria could handle a two-party system or do you think that a two-party system could possibly be a solution to some of the problems we have here or do you think that we should stick with the way we're going quote-unquote in this democratic system you, I also if you think the military rule can work what well, do you think we like where do you think the solution may be Okay, thank you very much for the question, Aripo. Um, the truth is, I actually believe in the multi-party system. I believe that um, with the um, proper frame of multi-party system, mm. it works. Um, if we're going to move back to the last election, we would see that we had some very um, impressive candidates. Yes, we had some very impressive candidates that ran on that just to some other political parties. I, I think we had um, Kingsley Morgan yeah. that ran on that young progressive party. I could tell that the ideology was based on empowering the younger people, the younger generation of Nigeria. Okay. And then uh, we had that also ran under the auspices of under um, the Allied Congress Party of Nigeria. And so many other um, so many other candidates like that. I think it's uh, apart from Philadelphia, is uh, some of the candidates that stood out in that election. Yes. So I believe the multi-party system worked very well if given the proper framework and given the proper I don't know if resources would be the right word to use now, but if given the proper form, I think the multi-party system is still um, a good system for Nigeria to use because considering uh, the large uh, population, the ethnic the large population Nigeria mm. has, and the need to actually capture the, um, the need to actually capture the opinions, the interests of every person within the country. I think yeah, the multi-party system should still in place. It should still stay in place. But then, with respect to um, the, uh, the my argument for the two-party system would be the case of political opposition. Yes, it would be the case of uh, there's something uh, there's something we call the political watchdog. Yes, mm, yes. Watchdog. When um, someone so when a party assumes office, I think this is very. Um, it actually happens, happens between APC and PDP. Yeah, yeah it's supposed, that was supposed to happen between ABC and PDP. Mm. But most of the time, <laughs> ABC and PDP are almost one and the same party at this point. They are just <laughs> you can't, you can't. I mean, that's the argument for me. Because if you have over 30 something uh, senators, five governors, mm. blah, 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 people just defecting from ABC to PDP, then it means that the, the, both parties are the same. Because you can't, you can't say, because if you look at it, there are major players in the ABC that are defecting to the PDP. There are major players in the PDP defecting to the APC. So if you have people in top management in the political parties defecting to their major rivalry, then they, are they really opposition? That's my question. But yes, thank you very much for your answer. Thank you very much. I think we have to round this up. <laughs> so thank you very much for joining me on this show. <laughs> no problem. So, any last statement, um, IBK? Please make it short. <laughs> uh, okay. Um, I think I'm just going to thank the organizers of CJ for giving us this platform and giving us this opportunity to be here today and to speak on this very interesting topic. Mm-hmm. Because the political landscape in Nigeria is a very interesting one. And I mean this in every sense of the word, but <laughs> negative. And mm-hmm. I hope that um, this innovation content is very innovative idea content. Thank you, Ibuku. Thank you very much. You're welcome. Ladi, for any last statement? Um, I want to say thank you guys for having us on. Um, Mr. Alibara is someone who I look up to, so I'm very happy I, I was able to discuss with him on this. And, you know, 
the mention of what BJ Mudia is doing as well is quite important. So I hope you guys continue to, you know, get people out there. You don't have to be anybody per se, you know, to just speak up on, you know, various issues. Because the more we speak about these things, the more we can find solutions to them and the more we can help ourselves as people. So this is very, very great. And I'm happy to have been a part of this. So thank you very much. Thank you so much. And um, I'm so glad that you guys came on the show. So um, you've added all listeners and that will be all on today's episode. Kindly join me bi-weekly on Vigilance. You can participate in the debate by searching political campaigns or signing up on our website on vigil.com. I remain your host for last Shade at the B. Bye.